Today's episode includes a few stories from our April 1st issue, President Javier's weekly recap, Salt River Schools ready for Phase 2 with reopening plan, and SRFD Special Events Response Team ready to save lives. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to the OAN Podcast. My name is Jessica Joaquin, ad sales slash newsperson for the Awesome Action News. Today we have newsperson Chris Picciuolo here ready to ready to share some of his stories that were in this issue. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing great, Jess. It's been a couple of busy weeks, um, you know, but we're, we're out here telling the stories of the community and, uh, and having a good time. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right. Before we get into our stories, let me remind you where to find the COVID-19 numbers from around the community. You can find them on the SRPMIC Facebook page at facebook.com slash SRPMIC, or you can also visit the SRPMIC website at srpmic-nsn.gov. These numbers are released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. The phone number to the COVID-19 hotline is 480-362-2603. All right, let's hear President Javier's weekly recap that was released March 26th. Hello, community members. I come to you uh, this week for the weekly update. Uh, As always, kind of want to get into uh, the reporting we have kind of a lot of information to share with you this this afternoon. So, and I'll just share with you at this time. I know the governor of Arizona has made some comments about face mask uh, in the state. Right now, we're still currently following the directive of the community, and and we are to continue to wear the face mask until those directives change. So, uh, again, even though the governor has made his comments, we are still following the directive of the tribe. I wanted to go into the vaccinations uh, that are happening here in the community, as far as uh, Doses that have been administered to date is 6,976 total doses have been administered here in the community. And I wanted to report uh, total community members that have been vaccinated is that 1,526 community members have been vaccinated. Community members that have been fully vaccinated uh, is at 823. So uh, we're seeing our our members and others come to get their vaccinations. Hopefully we continue to uh, get our members and staff and those from our enterprises uh, here to get their vaccinations and not only their first, but uh, again, come back for their second. I I, I share that with you because there are some reports that uh, some individuals aren't coming back for their second uh, dose. So just encourage you, get the first one, uh, make sure you come back and to uh, get that second dose. I also wanted to report, there's some upcoming dates uh, in April. Uh, April the 2nd is another pod a scheduled date. Uh, April the 16th is another pod scheduled date for vaccination. And I believe April the 30th is another uh, opening for uh, vaccinations. That last, the first two, the, the second and the 16th, from my understanding, those uh, pods have been filled. And again, to get a vaccination, you must have an appointment. So those uh, first two dates, the, the second and the 16th have been filled uh, by appointment. My understanding, the one on the 30th, there's still uh, plenty of appointments available. So please call. Uh, I believe the next pods that are scheduled, they have been scheduled to move indoors. And again, that's just because of the heat. And so, again, I encourage you, if you haven't received your vaccination, you're wanting to get one, please call. Also, uh, we've implemented the homebound uh, to make sure those that cannot make it have that opportunity to get a vaccination. So anyone that you know that's homebound or uh, please call 480-362-2603, press option three, leave a message, leave your name, number, and staff will get back with you and make sure that somebody will go to your residence 
to get to uh, the vaccination. So uh, again, there's plenty of opportunities that are coming up. I um, just wanna say I'm grateful for all the staff that are out there, the volunteers that are out there. From reports we get, everything's been running smoothly and just grateful for the talents that we have here in the community to make sure that our members and our enterprise employees are, uh, are getting the vaccinations here in the community. So thank you to all those that are out there that are working the pods. Wanted to now touch on an upcoming event. Uh, HHS, the, the Rivers People Health Center, is having a hiring blitz. The HR and the HHS departments are holding a community member hiring blitz through the month of April. They are asking all community members interested in working in the new facility to submit their name and contact number to the HR department by phone or either email and make an appointment. Again, we just encourage you to, again, contact uh, either through a phone call or email if you're interested in possibly working at the new health facility. Last but not least, I wanted to touch on an event that's been happening here in the community for years, and that's Earth Day. Our EPNR uh, group would like to invite you to participate. Each year at this time, the community is preparing to celebrate Earth Day through a large festival type event at Two Waters. Unfortunately, this year we will be celebrating virtually. April the 10th, 2021, the community will host a virtual Earth Day event through the distribution of Earth Day activity kits and t-shirts. The distribution will occur on Saturday, April the 10th from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. until supplies are gone. Limited six shirts per car at the Two Waters Complex. Like every year, Earth Day is also partnered, partnered up with Household Hazardous Waste Day. Also on Saturday, April the 10th, 2021, you can drop off your hazardous waste and any shredding of items that need to be uh, shredded. And that will take place from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. on that same day. Saturday, April the 10th at the Two Waters employee parking lot. Please watch for more information on Facebook and the community's website page. So in closing today, uh, again, I mentioned about the governor's message. You know, I think just for the protection of our community, Let's continue to follow the protocols that are in place until, again, the directives are changed. Uh, again, that's for the safety of ourselves, our families, and our community. And with that, shield up and God bless. A quick recap for the vaccine information. Even though this pod will be moving indoors, you still need to wait in your car for 15 minutes after getting your vaccine just for uh, monitoring purposes. A face mask must be worn, and this is going to be at the community building that is located at 1880 North Longmore Road in Scottsdale. Now, who can get a vaccine? You must be 18 years or older, and you must have an appointment, okay? So this is available for all SRPMIC community members and families of community members, non-community residents who live in the boundaries of SRPMIC, SRPMIC tribal government employees and families, SRPMIC enterprise employees and families, SRPMIC tribal member businesses, employees and families, and SRPMIC contractors. You can call 480-362-2603, leave your name and a callback number. SRPMIC clinic staff will call you back and schedule your appointment. President also mentioned Earth Day. If you haven't already, please go listen to episode 42. I speak with Earth Day coordinator Patricia Paulus, and she goes into more detail about that hybrid event. Also, Casino Arizona and Talking Stick Resort are having a job fair at Talking Stick Resort Fire Garden located outside. This job fair is on Tuesday, April 6th from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. 
There is a private event for members of the SRPMIC from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Some of the positions that they are looking to fill are bakers, bartenders, cage cashiers, hotel concierge, housekeepers, line cooks, night cleaners, security officers, and maintenance techs. They would like you to come prepared by wearing a mask. Also, temperatures will be taken upon entering. For more information on the upcoming job fair, please call 480-850-5446. And for a list of all open positions, visit CasinoArizona.com slash career opportunities. All right, another thing President mentioned was the RPHC hiring blitz. In the month of April, you can call, email, or make an appointment with Human Resources. This is for opportunities for direct hires, on-the-job training, temp positions. Some of the positions that they are looking for include benefits coordinator, billing specialist, clerk, clinical engineer, custodians, dental assistants, finance manager, medical coder, pharmacist, physical therapist, schedulers, nurses, security guard, transportation drivers, and so much more. So be on the lookout for that. This again is SRPMIC Human Resources Department for the River People Health Center. So you can call 480-362-7537 or you can email rphc.jobs at srpmic-nsn.gov. Okay, Chris, what do you got for us? Thanks, Jessica. I'll be reading two stories today. The first one is Salt River Schools Ready for Phase 2 with Reopening Plan. With the Salt River Pima Maricopa Indian community still in Phase 1 of the Return Strong Return to Work Plan as of March 29th, they could jump to Phase 2 soon, depending on how the COVID-19 pandemic is affecting the community and surrounding communities. After being in the essential services only phase with maximum mitigation efforts for the past year, on March 5th, the SRPMIC moved closer to the new normal with the high mitigation efforts that come with phase one. As parents juggle work and family time with children learning at home, Salt River Schools has a health and safety reopening plan for phase two when the time comes. Salt River Schools has not offered in-person instruction since last March when Arizona Governor Doug Ducey made the call to shut down schools. Salt River Schools Acting Superintendent Cynthia Clary said that first and foremost, Salt River Schools will utilize guidance provided by the Salt River Pima Micropa Indian Community Tribal Council and Tribal Administration. Clary said, once we receive a reopening date, we will need some time to make sure that our classrooms and facilities are ready for students and staff. We have options to bring back students in a hybrid model and in a full person model. Since it has been a long time since most Salt River School staff have been on site, there is a lot of work to do to get ready. Some of that work includes bringing technology back on site and getting everything reconnected to the network. Facilities and classrooms will need to be deep cleaned and organized so that Salt River Schools can adhere to SRPMIC COVID-19 guidance. Salt River Schools also follows the guidance of the Arizona Office of Indian Education, the Office of Head Start, and the Arizona Department of Education. Clary said that the reopening plans exceed general requirements because Salt River Schools wants to assure the families and staff that when the schools reopen, it will be done safely. Reopening goals include promoting healthy behaviors, maintaining healthy environments, maintaining healthy operations, and preparing for illness. As a part of the reopening plan, Salt River Schools will have a COVID campus contact at each campus who will be the primary point of contact regarding any concerns or investigations of test-confirmed cases of the virus. Head to saltriverschools.org slash news slash what underscore s underscore new 
slash COVID-19 for the complete health and safety reopening plan. If phase two does not begin when planned, Salt River Schools has the ability to continue the current model of instruction for as long as needed. Staff members are currently working diligently to create meaningful in-person learning opportunities for students this summer. Clary said that the Salt River School staff has done an incredible job transitioning to a completely virtual instructional model. Clary said, We are so fortunate to serve a community that is genuinely concerned for the health and well-being of its members and employees. Our goal is to provide a seamless transition back to in-person learning in a safe manner. And up next is a story by yours truly. It's about the Salt River Fire Department Special Events Response Team ready to save lives. Anything can happen at a large public gathering in the Salt River Pima Maricopa Indian community, and the Salt River Fire Department Special Events Response Team, CERT, has all of the bases covered. On any given day during spring training, the team sets up in the parking lot outside Salt River Fields at Talking Stick with the necessary emergency response equipment for the event, including medical equipment, bikes, and a utility terrain vehicle, or UTV, in a long trailer that is parked next to an ambulance. The CERT was brought to the community about two years ago under the direction of Salt River Fire Department Fire Chief Daryl Dash. Historically, we had personnel walking around public events in teams of two providing EMS, which is emergency medical services, with equipment and gear in backpacks only. Although this did provide EMS service, we recognized that there was a better way of delivering the service to the community. And that's when we brought up this program, said Salt River Fire Department Battalion Chief Mike Mink. As the community has grown, so has the number of public gatherings. The CERT is deployed to public gatherings usually of 500 people or more, such as auto auctions, powwows, 5K runs, and community festivals. The team can be scaled to manage smaller events. Although there are specific positions on the team that require technical certifications, bike and UTV operators, CERT essentially consists of all the members of the Salt River Fire Department. At a large event, the team will include an incident commander, an EMS room team, an EMS walking team, and two EMS bike teams operated by bike certified firefighters and EMTs. The bike teams are split up into basic life support, or BLS, or advanced life support, ALS. The BLS bikes carry supplies for basic medical care, while the ALS bikes carry equipment to manage more severe medical issues, such as IV fluids, medications, advanced airway equipment. The UTV is used in case the team needs to extract somebody who is injured a long distance from the ambulance. The UTV is equipped with gurney capabilities, oxygen tanks, medical supplies, and protective ballistic gear in case of an active shooter situation. The UTV helps the team be at the front line and take action before other forces arrive. Salt River Fire Department firefighter paramedic Christopher Reese said that when the Salt River Fire Department was planning for the special events response team, they looked around the nation and saw that a lot of the programs were just getting started. Fire departments had begun to realize that this is a needed service at large-scale events. We needed to have more than just the bicycles and the UTV. We needed to have bike training behind all our personnel, said Reese. So we sent 19 members to bike school so they are certified to operate the bikes. The training, which was provided by the International Police Mountain Bike Association, covered how to respond to an emergency on the bikes, how to handle the weight from the medical gear on board, crowd navigation, and basic maintenance on the bikes. Some crew members were sent to bike mechanic school so the bikes can be serviced and maintained as a long-term investment for the safety of the community. Everyone is trained on the UTV as well, so they know how to handle the vehicle on dirt and asphalt and how to operate it safely in an emergency. 
The trailer that houses the equipment is state-of-the-art and includes a rolling bike rack that holds eight emergency response bikes, the UTV, medical supplies, ballistic gear, and enough bike tools and supplies to function as a fully operational bike repair shop. The trailer has an air conditioning unit powered by an onboard generator to assist when the crew needs to fix a bike or attend an injured person in the intense heat of summer in the valley. Chief Mink says that there are several patients seen at each community event, even with decreased attendance during the COVID-19 pandemic. The average spring training game at full capacity, for example, could see about 10 patients, and those numbers rise the hotter it gets outside. All right, that does it for this episode. Please head over to the OAN website at awesomenews.org to read stories from this April 1st issue. Stories include Westwood girls basketball season comes to an end after loss against Dobson, virtual scavenger hunt at Autumn Language Family Event, Family Advocacy Center begins Start by Believing campaign, incarcerated SRPMIC member attains associate degree before release, construction update and call for artists, River People Health Center, composting tips from SRPMIC garden coordinator Jacob Butler, and SRPD dispatcher earns life-saving award and certificate of excellence. Also, there are not only articles in our newspaper, there are announcements from various different SRPMIC departments and programs as well. Job announcements, legal notices, church listings, business listings, and information on memorial services during these times of COVID-19. So be sure to go and check it out. Don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash authomactionnews and at authomactionnews on Instagram. If you have podcast ideas or general story ideas, you can email us at authomactionnews at srpmic-nsn.gov. Thank you for joining us today. Remember to wear your masks and we'll catch you next week for an episode of OAN Connects. Goodbye.